Welcome to the Proverbs Podcast. Our text today is Proverbs chapter 8, verses 32 to 35. And now, sons, listen to me. Those who keep my ways are happy. Listen to instruction and be wise. Don't ignore it. Anyone who listens to me is happy, watching at my doors every day, waiting by the posts of my doorway. For the one who finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. A reoccurring theme in the book of Proverbs calls us to embrace an intimate, symbiotic relationship with God. Just as he called out, Where are you? to the guilty pair in Eden. So God has been calling out to our race. Sin has caused separation between us and God. Whereas we currently see darkly, it is God's intention that each of us would experience the reality of his love. God likens his relationship to his church to that of a groom and his bride. Notice Isaiah 61.10, I quote, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness, as a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. My wedding day was a joyous occasion. I was smitten by Sandra's beauty, and I can still picture her in her wedding dress. And now, 47 years later, my love has deepened because of the shared experiences we have had. I bought her a framed poem by F. Scott Fitzgerald that has helped me to express my gratefulness of her companionship. She was beautiful, but not like those girls in the magazines. She was beautiful for the way she thought. She was beautiful for the sparkle in her eyes when she talks about something she loved. She was beautiful for her ability to make other people smile, even if she was sad. No, she wasn't beautiful for something as temporary as her looks. She was beautiful deep down to her soul. She is beautiful. In this world of sin, the beauty of God's character has been marred greatly by Satan. God's forbearance has been reinterpreted by many to be understood as uncaring, exacting, and perhaps arbitrary. I have at times wondered as to how God would possibly be vindicated as a loving God in the judgment, while the unjust actions of some prevail upon the innocent. And then I am reminded that the principles of Satan's kingdom, the fruit of it must be manifested, that we might make an intelligent, intentional choice to surrender ourselves back into God's care and keeping. In Proverbs, the personification of wisdom should direct our thoughts to Christ. In Him, all the fullness of the Godhead dwells. He came to reveal the Father to us, that His character would again be understood and embraced. From the days of eternity, the Lord Jesus Christ was one with the Father. He was the image of God, the image of His greatness and majesty, the outshining of His glory. It was to manifest this glory that He came to our world. To this sin-darkened earth, He came to reveal the light of God's love, to be God with us. Therefore it was prophesied of Him, His name shall be called Emmanuel. By coming to dwell with us, Jesus was to reveal God both to men and to angels. He was the Word of God, God's thought made audible. In his prayer for his disciples, he says, I have declared unto them thy name. 
merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth, that the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in them, and I in them. But not alone for his earth-born children was this revelation given. Our little world is the lesson book of the universe. God's wonderful purpose of grace, the mystery of redeeming love, is the theme into which angels desire to look, and it will be their study throughout endless ages. Both the redeemed and the unfallen beings will find in the cross of Christ their science and their song. It will be seen that the glory shining in the face of Jesus is the glory of self-sacrificing love. In the light from Calvary, it will be seen that the law of self-renouncing love is the law of life for earth and heaven, that the love which seeketh not her own has its source in the heart of God, and that in the meek and lonely one is manifested the character of him who dwelleth in the light which no man can approach. Desire of Ages, page 19. Have you been deceived, and have your thoughts of God been darkened through misapprehension? Has the news and the popular media cast doubt into your mind regarding His loving intentions towards you? Sometimes the abuses we suffer are not God's will, but are the result of the improper and sinful actions of others who have themselves abused their right of choice. While God may allow it, His purposes can be realized as we allow Him to rebuild our lives in the certainty of His blessing. The devil may appear to be winning, but the Lord has set the boundaries of our adversity, and He will stand up to make things right. He will come the second time, not as a suffering servant, but as the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. By beholding we become changed. In 2 Corinthians 3.18 we read, We all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image, from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Please take the counsel of this proverb to heart. Lift up your thoughts and consider the reality of His love. You deserve so much more than what this world offers. Find happiness in the reality of God's love. For the one who finds wisdom finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. Have a great day. I'm Pastor Ron Nelson.